0: Are you recovered?
1: Just about. I feel like, uh, there's just, I I feel like what I'm, what I have been dealing with is just a little bit of lingering allergies, just the couple of things that bypass the (laughs) allergy medicine and, you know, break through a little bit. But I'm, you know, was able to work out earlier today and I've been feeling a lot better. (laughs) So.
0: Yeah, I think I'm I'm on I'm definitely on the tail end. My voice sounds a lot better. I I feel[s] a lot better. My throat feels a lot better. Um. I do have lingering in my head right now. My head's congested, and because of that, I'm not sleeping so well. So I know that's part of the problem. Um, slept well last night. So you know, I've actually slept pretty well for the weekend. So I'm pretty happy about that. But I am uh, definitely recovery mode so and i know today we're going to be talking about our weekend wrap up so i'm not going to get too far into that but i want to let you know because it's kind of important to me because i like them and i love them and i actually utilize them for a lot of my mid-tier stuff but bed bath and beyond um officially filed for bankruptcy what? so yeah so it's 400 plus stores and uh so they're saying that they're going to continue to operate, but the company uh, had to secure a quarter billion dollar loan um, just to be able to fund operations properly. So that means it's going to be a chapter 11 bankruptcy. So it's going to be a restructuring. But when it comes to retailers, nobody survives this. Like, seriously, Kmart was a chapter 11 bankruptcy. That was post me, you know, Um Uh, CompuServe, or not CompuServe, Computer City. Circuit City, there we go. Circuit City had done this. So all of these places, uh, Toys R Us. You know, I I can't think of a single national chain that survives a Chapter 11 bankruptcy. So, you know, because then what you're doing is you have to, basically, you're borrowing against your assets, which means you're just, it's perpetual debt. So I'm going to watch their stock over the next couple of months but yeah one of the well actually not one of the the only place where i can get a decent teflon pan that will last four years if my daughters don't screw it up you know and uh they're in trouble so that's not a great thing not really happy about that but it is what it is and uh you know, got a lot of stuff going on this week. I have to run over to the bank. Amy came home this weekend, so that was good. Um, it was nice to see her. That but that chicken yesterday. Right? It was good. Oh man. Oh man. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was good. I got got stuff I got to get done, and I'm hoping that I feel better for it this week. Our weather is beautiful. It's nice to have an actual season. Mm-hmm. I can't I'm I'm just baffled by it. It's good to have it, and uh, yeah, so that's where that is, but with that, welcome to the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey, and
1: I'm Kiki, and we talk
0: about everything, and nothing, all at the same time, about two people who are just happy that we have an actual season, like (laughs) I was expecting to be up in our 80s and 90s by now, and uh, Amy, like I said, Amy came home, and she's like, oh, it's cold in here, can we turn on the heater? I said, no, we can't afford it like what 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 are you thinking (laughs) it's like (laughs) oh and then having to go and get her out of the ditch yesterday reminds me how much I love my truck so and it's a good thing that I did get my truck fixed because holy crud I had to so yeah so Amy uh Amy and Keisha left yesterday and they uh I was making a smart ass comment about, yeah, just, you know, don't mess up. Just let's try to get back on track. And she was already salty because of something I had said earlier. And I got it and I I knew she was salty about it. And I just I'm the one at home dealing with everybody calling every day. So I'm just kind of like mm, my empathy is just running low right now mm-hmm. because I'm trying. And you know what? I'll trade you. I'll trade you. It's like I, I will. I absolutely will. You know, but I know what happens the moment I do. Chiropractor is going to find out or not chiropractor. The doctor's going to find <laughs> out and I'm going to get busted. So like he he's the one that honks when he's coming by in the morning. Mm. So I saw him at Kroger's and he was he was like, yeah, you know, I just chip chip at you sometimes when I'm coming by. And I was like, OK, so now I know who that is. <laughs> so it's like so the guy's got no uh, hesitation in being like yeah huh you know but he's like he sees me at store I guess uh uh his niece works at Kroger's too Mm. no idea who that is but because she sees me on a regular basis and he just asks her when he sees her on the weekends because they go to the same church because everybody out here goes to the same church (laughs) and I was like okay I, I get that you're keeping tabs on me he says well you look like you're losing a little bit of weight but and I'm like I know uh so you know I got up today and I just had some protein and, you know, in the form of some leftover pretty good chicken and I had some water. So I'm just, you know, and now the garden is now in a place where I can start eating from the garden every day. So I'm excited about that. But man, we did. We had we had a pretty busy weekend. Mm-hmm. So let's see. We'll start with Friday. So the girls didn't meet their goals, but they got better. But.
1: got better in the school department got worse in the home department Mm -hmm. (laughs) because man we had to we had to we had to pull one on them (laughs) out of you know sheer trying to figure out if they're still at that level of lying when they've already been caught and they think that they haven't been caught Mm -hmm. because they both just there was nothing Uh, on specifically on friday um it was it was a lot <laughs> we've been we uh we've te- told oh my goodness <laughs> we've said before that we have a camera in the kitchen um because our biggest issue with them uh cleaning anything in the house is the kitchen they don't do the kitchen right mm-hmm. they will we've caught them with we've caught places that they've hid dirty dishes both Lily and Tabby so far Anna hasn't tried that <laughs> but uh
0: yeah, that's just the ridiculous one, Tabby putting away actually dirty dishes. Yeah, we
1: we've caught we've caught them uh, we've caught places. Tabby's was the the lazy Susan cabinet we had. Lily's was on top of the refrigerator. And the problem with it is not even that they hide it because they don't want to do it that night. It's that they hide it and then genuinely forget about it. Yeah, and then it's more frustrating because then like.
0: And I still don't they, know who was hiding stuff behind the microwave.
1: Yeah, it, it just—it was—it's gotten to the point where it's been very frustrating because it's like we'll be looking for something mm-hmm. that we can't find, and they know damn well that they hid that because they didn't clean it. So they're not going to say anything. Oh man, I don't know where that dish went. Oh, last time I saw it, I cleaned it. I put it away, and like they'll just you know just mm-hmm. lie straight out of their ass because they know that they didn't. And so that was getting frustrating. So yeah, they've both of the. The younger ones had hidden dirty dishes because they didn't want to clean them. And so we just, it was like, you know what? We're we're tired of this. People are, you know, destroying cups, breaking things, throwing things away that aren't supposed to get thrown away, and we haven't been able to catch it. So, you know what? Here's a camera. And, man, they hated it.
0: Oh, yeah. Tabby was dirty looking it and me mugging it and Lily was trying to be smart about it, like being cute, like, "Uh, huh, your mom, and then walking away just thinking that it was funny, but it was realizing that, oh, no, you're actually
1: still trying to to give some kind of a distraction like oh man if you see that i'm messing around you're not going to see that i had something in my hand i'm going to go walk out of the kitchen with it like Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's it's been you know a fun ride trying to figure out a spot in the kitchen for the camera to be that it gets the entire kitchen because my goodness even with it where it was because the way our kitchen is it's a galley kitchen galley gallery yeah galley 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 kitchen So it's just this long rectangle that is extremely frustrating to try to put a camera in because Mm -hmm. it would be easy if we didn't have this weird wall in the kitchen because we can't just put it up in the corner Mm -hmm. because there is that wall there. And so it's... it makes finding an angle hard because our yeah. it's the kitchen all the way down, and then it's the pantry right again, like literally right next to it. Like it used to be a breakfast nook, or the whole thing used to be a pantry. But they, you know, there's no wall there, but the the ceiling comes way down because it's under the stairs, and so yep. we can't put it on that side of the kitchen at all because of the, we're putting it up and we're completely ignoring. The pantry or we're putting it in there and then we can't see all the way through the kitchen because the ceiling is lower in there. Mm -hmm. And so then we try to go on the other side and we can't put it on the the one corner because the wall is there. And so it'd block out half of the kitchen. And then on the other side is the fridge. (laughs) So we were trying to figure out where to put it that it could see everything. We had decided on one of the little window sills because we have these indoor windows from the kitchen to the living room. Mm-hmm. They're really annoying, <laughs> but they're pretty windows. The ones that are done right, but they're just irritating <laughs> because they get also get in the way. So we put it on one of the window sills in there. So it's at eye level with Tabby and it sees the majority of the kitchen. The problem with it is that because it's a windowsill, it's still inside of this little bit of a box. So we had to set it in a mm-hmm. way that, you know, if you were deciding you were going to walk in through the door and kind of sidestep slow enough it wouldn't go off that there was somebody in there and it won't start recording. We didn't know this until Lily decided to open her dumb mouth (laughs) and tell us that. Called it out. Because we were getting mad at Tabby. For doing the exact thing that she wasn't—that she's already been called out for—we, I'm not going to list half of it just because it's embarrassing, and I'm not going to out her on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But she decides half the time that she's too tired to finish something that she could have gotten done way earlier in the day. And just, you know, we'll go to bed and go, well, I'll just, like, finish it later. Or, oh, I just wanted to lay down for a second because I'm tired, and whatever her reasons are. She's been told not to do that several times. Mm -hmm. And she did it Thursday night when she was supposed to get her... She was dishes that day. Watched on the camera the entirety of everybody else being in there. And it's not like they got started super late or anything. She was just messing around so much that everybody else finished their stuff and went to bed, and she was still doing the dishes. And so she was doing the dishes... And it, it, the whole time she's doing them, she's not, you know, hustling, doing dishes. She's picking mm-hmm. up a bowl, looking at the bowl. The water's running the entire time, you know, dips it in the water then grabs the soap and puts so much soap on something, then grabs the sponge, looks at the sponge. So she's, like, taking long on purpose. And
0: when we say that she puts a lot of soap on it, she treats it like I called it out and said, you look like you're putting a caramel ribbon into a Frappuccino from Starbucks. It's ridiculous. Like, coats the back of the thing with blue. Yeah. You know?
1: So we uh, realized that the camera being where it was was not efficient because we could not see... Her doing the dishes because I watched on that camera her go to bed at like 1230 in the morning at this point. Mm -hmm. Still not done with the dishes. She had already put everything in the dishwasher and they I still don't understand why. They all do it where it's one thing to put like they don't like washing pots and pans for whatever reason. But those are the easiest things to wash because you can fit all of the dishes that people use into that dishwasher Yep. And then clean three pots and pans by hand. Or they could put the pots and pans in the dishwasher and then have a bunch of dishes to clean by hand. I don't understand the thinking on that. Well,
0: the, <laughs> it's the one extra step that before they're allowed to run the dishwasher, they have to have you or Nikki or me look at it and make sure that everything that's in there has already been pre-rinsed. That's it. We're not asking them to clean it, scrub it down, and make them all perfect before they put them in there, even though we want the dishwasher used more for sanitizing, because it does superheat the water, mm-hmm. than anything else. We we just want them to be responsible about it. Yeah. Has anybody come to you showing you no. that the dishes were washed before <laughs> they put them in there? Absolutely not. Right. And so, you know, that is what it is. And then you guys got, and it wasn't even the weekend, but you guys got kind of that zealous attitude which is you know to you know what let's go check some things in some places you know and that's where the fun starts in my opinion
1: <laughs> so to continue that the Thursday night thing she went to bed at 1230 and then got back up at 4 to finish quote unquote the dishes except instead of finishing the dishes she walked in there looked at all the dishes that she hadn't done yet and started putting away them unclean mm-hmm. and then tried hiding a few shoving a few here shoving a few there and so i decided okay <laughs> she got she got woken up the next day and which was friday and got told that she needed to do everything on friday night because she literally and then she tried to lie to me about it because i was gonna i went in there acted like i didn't know you finished the kitchen yeah You put everything away yeah everything's done yeah like was so like yeah no i did and I walked out and because I saw that there because the biggest thing is that the ring went off at four in the morning, which mm-hmm. is what, when I woke up, I saw that and was like, what the heck? So I went down to go find all the things, woke her up and then went to go find all the things and then went back and she was back asleep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she got woken up with some water, which at that point, because she has an alarm go off already at five thirty. She when I went in there to wake her up, it was already off. So she told it to stop and then went back to bed, and then I woke her up, and then she lied to me, and then she went back to bed. So at this point, it was like, okay, nope, we're not playing this game. So she got woken up with water and then started, you know, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I was like, uh-uh, nope, you lied to me. You're going to still sit here and tell me that you finished all the dishes? Yeah! So that we went in there and I called out all the things that were s- fr- just from standing in the doorway that I could see that she just shoved in places mm-hmm. that weren't clean or done or where they were supposed to go or anything like that. And so she was all, OK, I'm sorry. I was, uh-uh, stop. Get it done. Fix it. If you get all of it done and put away by the time that I come back down dressed, then whatever. You know, and so I went upstairs and I got dressed and I gave her 20 minutes. I didn't even come back down. I waited 20 minutes, came back down. She said it wasn't done. And I was like, okay, so you you have the kitchen tonight alone, single-handedly. Nobody is helping you. And she was all upset about that. And so they finished getting them ready and then, yeah, sent them off and then went to tell you and Nikki what happened. And I was like, I, I feel like something is off here because and we started talking about it and going, you know what? Yeah, dishes have been being put away, but they're filling this dishwasher every single day. And- mm-hmm. They're not. They're taking way too short of a time to do the dishes when they are doing it than they should be. If they're filling the dishwasher and nobody's come to us for uh, any of the the dishwasher tabs, right? And we had already called them out for saying that nobody was asking for the dishwasher tabs earlier that week. Mm-hmm. So then we, Nikki and I, started looking around because we were. It, it just there's so many things right now with Tabitha. Okay, sorry about that. I got a call and we Nobody. literally never ever get
0: calls. Nobody calls until we're like recording the podcast. And that's not yep. a, that's not an exaggeration. It literally is the truth.
1: Yep. So anyways, <laughs> so Tabitha already had, like, seven different things just that week that she had gotten in trouble for. So this was like, you know, this is last straw. We're going to go and start putting her on her strict, you're in trouble, we're going to be watching everything you do kind of thing. Because it's gotten that bad. That's how much she's been stealing Mm -hmm. and lying and all of that. So we went and we were looking around in her room and, you know, dug around, found so much stuff she wasn't supposed to have that she was throwing away in her trash cans and hiding behind her bed and shoving in her clothes that she never washes for, you know, obvious now reasons. <laughs> and So we and then we went to go get the the boxes out of our uh the, we have this little storage space attic area off of our back stairs, and uh went to go do that and realized that there were dishwasher tabs there,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and at that point there were only two of them there, but we realized hey you know if there are already some here and these there's two here and you know we went and told you and so we called. Uh, we, we counted how many were in the box and you've only been asked for, two, for one to be used Yep, and there were six missing and yeah. so we were like okay this is getting even more ridiculous to try to keep track of so then we got to that point where we're like okay we're, we're going to go get another ring camera and, you know, not set it up or anything because we didn't have time to actually like, put it there to catch anybody. It was just going to be sitting them both down or get all three of them sitting down and talking about everything from the past week. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, they still tried to lie, both of them, about separate things. But still, both of them tried to lie all together. And we already knew that the person taking the dishwasher tabs was Lily because Tabby hadn't been hanging out upstairs. Tabby hadn't been being told to go Mm -hmm. get things and fetch things and do all of the stuff upstairs at all. Everything she'd been taking had been from the storage room and like food related. She, her laziness was obviously, I'm just going to shove things wherever, even if they're not clean. Lily's laziness was, well, I'm going to take them because, I mean, there's 56 in here. You're not going to notice that a few are missing. And I'm not going to ask for them for whatever reason. Like, we didn't say literally just ask. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's, it got bad. And she was called out for it. And she lied all the way up to the point of setting the ring camera down on the table. And then the, the, you saw the look on her face of, oh. So you already know. (laughs) And she still sat there like, well, how much do you know? Like, I don't know. I didn't see the camera. Maybe I didn't see exactly what I was doing. Like, You could see all of the thought Mm -hmm. processing going on in her head, waiting to see if she should actually outwardly say, I took the dishwasher tabs, or if she should wait for somebody else to say it so that she didn't out herself, which is where she's gotten. Well, if I don't say it, because if you don't know and I say it, then I'm going to get in trouble. But if you do know, it doesn't matter if I say it or not. So, like, she's gotten to that point where she doesn't care about admitting because she's smart enough to realize that. And so it was like, yeah, but that, as soon as we set that camera down, she was really questioning whether or not she should admit to it or not. Because it wasn't a did you do this kind of moment. It was a you're going to tell me what you did. Or it's going to get worse. And then she finally realized, okay, I have to say it. <laughs> and so she she admitted to it. And then Tabby yep. admitted to a bunch of different candies and popsicles and all these other things she's not supposed to have being taken from all the various places in the house. And they both just, they both got in so much trouble. Because
0: they now are under the firm belief that, you know, we have cameras everywhere. Yeah. Like, literally, just, I was like, hey, go walk back there. And go get it. And you knew exactly what I was talking about. And we'd already talked about what was going to happen. Yeah. And first, you know, it was no, 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 no. Never happened. Never happened. Never happened. And then it was like. (sighs) Yeah. And then the realization. And then finally, I think I really do feel like the realization of what they had done had kicked in, you know, Mm -hmm. like, like. Literally, afterwards, I had you guys go out and go grab a bunch of stuff, and I had them stay home for their punishment. And where last week, they were mad at me for catching them. This week, they were mad at themselves because they didn't stop. Like, they knew, and they still didn't stop, and they didn't get why they weren't stopping. And I was like, good. So the right attitude and the right tone. And from there, I mean... At least Tabitha wanted to finish her project and Lily was, you know, emailing um emailed her teacher twice so that she could get into her IXLs so that she was able to, you know, be in the place that she needed to be. So it was good to see progress. Mm-hmm. It wasn't perfect.
1: Oh, by no means was it perfect, but but it was good to see It, it. was better than it has been for the past yeah. two, three weeks now. So hopefully, as you know, today is Monday, we see actual improvement mm-hmm. through all of it this week. But anyways, so yeah, that was our Friday, was dealing with them and the things that they had done and just still tried to lie straight to people's faces mm-hmm. until they realized that there was no more lying because they were caught for everything. So so yeah, they, they spent the rest of their day being just upset, didn't want to hang out with anybody kind of thing. And then Saturday, you know, everybody woke up and it was like, we're working outside today. And then there was still that, like, slow start. Oh, are we? Are we really? And then they realized, no, we're not not playing around. (laughs) We are working Mm -hmm. today. We need to build things and we need to finish this garden and we need to get, you know, our next project started, which is our chicken coop. Because we've, you know, needed, we need to expand it and that's you know what we're we're looking at building one because it's uh, so much cheaper first of all to build one than to buy the bigger ones at you know tractor supply or atwoods Mm. or any of the other places um and plus when you build it you get to have all of the features that you enjoy fit to the space that you want it to be instead of getting something and trying to find a place for it so we have a new spot for our chickens and um we started off Saturday working um outside um on building you building my l shaped bed, which mm-hmm. was the last bed of that front garden that like n- I needed um so now it's a matter of whatever else we add it's just whatever else we add like i said i i if you give me more beds <laughs> and have a place for it to be, mm-hmm. I will figure out what's going to go into it it's not that i can't it's literally just what i what I wanted for all the things that I needed to have. those beds are there so that's that's awesome, and it looks great, and I'm happy, and I can't wait for it to be, like, done because that's where my cherry and grape tomatoes are going to go. Yep. Um, so I still have to, to figure out some level of a frame, and the more and more that I keep thinking about how I'm going to do it, I keep uh, thinking that it's just going to be easier to literally build the L up mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just add, you know, the... Not hardware cloth, but I think it's like sh- it's like sheep fencing or something. It's just it's not as small of holes and it's not as strong or sturdy as like cattle panel, but it's still you know going to be more than fine to hold up some some plants. And so I'm going to put that on the top like a cage and then just string down wherever I need it. Yeah. Um. So that's what I'm going to do for that. I think again, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> I hope that that works out the way that I want it to. Um. And then. So, yeah, that just needs to be stained, finished being filled, and then that needs to be built, and then I get those all in. And then uh, the first batch of corn is officially, like, sprouted, so the second batch of corn, literally whenever I get to it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) because it rained yesterday, which none of us were expecting. But um, we worked throughout the whole first half of the day, got got all the things that we needed uh, in the morning time. We went to Jack in the Box for breakfast, Saturday, uh, because we, I've... Like I said this morning, realized that, you know, Jack in the Box is my favorite fast food out here, mm-hmm. which it really is sad because it's like there's so many better fast food places. We just don't have them here. Yeah.
0: If we had a Carl's <laughs> Jr. here, I'd be I'd be happy. Yeah. If we had a
1: Del Taco. If we had a Carl's Jr. Uh, yeah, yeah. If we had in and out and,
0: and, and, and for anybody going, well, you know, you chose to move to Texas. Yes, we, we did. And, we, and we'd absolutely not change it. Look, yeah. If we had the option right now to go back to California for those Shh. things. No, we sure as hell wouldn't. That doesn't make you not miss those things right you know it's like hey i had i had a girlfriend she was she was a horrible girlfriend how do i know she stabbed me but man she made good pierogies but there's no way i want to go back into that relationship (laughs) because it's like hey you know what's a little stabby stabby among pierogies right it's like no you, you 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 can miss something Without missing something else, yeah, you know it's it's a matter of weighing it. There's, you know, there's there's things that that we we look at out here. Like honestly, there's no good sushi out here. You know, you know what we find? We we go to Dallas and we get okay sushi. You know, we go to Tyler and we get okay sushi, but the coasts, and we've been to sushi on both coasts, always better, always better, and it's just always been better. It's like. Yeah, just that's just the way it is. Does that mean that we want to move to New York? Oh god no. <laughs> so So it is what it is what it is.
1: So yeah. Uh got Jack in the Box, tried their, their like pineapple something whatever shake, and I did not like it. I got I just I got to that point where I kept tasting it and I was like, No, I don't I don't think i don't think i enjoy it i'd be curious to try the one with the red bull because it's not a shake Mm -hmm. and i think that's probably why i didn't like it is because the taste of what it was i didn't think it meshed well with it being ice cream (laughs) kind of thing but we'll see i don't know if they don't get rid of it before we go back at some point (laughs) i will taste the the red bull version of it just the regular drink but um yeah got got breakfast from there and then uh, started working in the back. You built the L shaped bed. The girls mm-hmm. were very much not understanding that it was working time. And they were trying to just, you know, they're, I'm going to walk around and wait for somebody to tell me what to do instead of asking what to do. And then, hey, I know you're working. And, oh, I know you told me to go get this, but I'm just going to take my time walking over to the bungalow. I'm going to have a conversation with somebody on the way. I was like, okay, come on, let's go. And then once we got started, we got started. And then you left when we were, uh, you, you gave Nikki and I a task because we started asking us about how big I wanted the chicken coop. Mm -hmm. And I was like, uh, I don't know. (laughs) I have to see it visually to understand. And so you, uh, we put together the two by fours, um, in the frame. Uh, and I was like, yeah, no, that should be big enough. If it's, if it's a tall chicken coop, that's more than enough because the only, the biggest reason that our chickens, um, they're losing feathers on their stomach mm-hmm. and chest and It's because they're sitting down because they don't have a roosting barby be- And even if they did, it's not, it wouldn't be anywhere near big enough in there for all of them to fit on it. And so it's like that they sleep on the ground. And so they're, they're losing feathers because of that. And so, um, I was like, if it's tall enough for them to have a roosting bar, then yeah. Like, so it doesn't need to be wide. It mm-hmm. needs to be tall because we can add five, six, seven roosting bars up, 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 up. And they'll get up there because they, they will find a way. <laughs> yeah. And then you don't need it to be super wide or long for any other reason. And so I was explaining that. And you were like, okay, so yeah, four by eight. And I was like, yeah, probably again, I need to see it. So we put together the frame and I was like, yeah, that should be more than enough. And then we, you told us to start digging out ground where it was going to be to decide on a place and start digging out the ground for mm-hmm. it and get rid of all the vegetation in that area and i was like oh my goodness <laughs> like it's happening this is it we're pouring a slab <laughs> so but you saw something um that made cement everything a lot less scary oh, and if this works yeah. because we still haven't we, it's still not done yet um Let's but if it, this works yeah we
0: tonight we can technically take it off so tomorrow we'll 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 undo it so but it's amazing, and we did a couple of things wrong. And I watched the I watched the video again today. Um, if you haven't, you know, if if you're interested in cement and you uh, want to do cement, but you don't want to go through all the mixing and the pouring and everything else, mm-hmm. that is literally slowing people down. Um, there is they're they're called the Cajun couple, um, and they are on they're on YouTube, and you find them, and they do what's called um, you know pourless cement. So you literally um, pour the bags in to the space that you want of cement, mm-hmm. which was the first mistake I made, um, and then you scree it out, and then you just hit it with a mist after you put whatever edge or whatever you want on it, um, and then you hit it with a mist, and you do the mist two or three times, and then you soak it. And you don't have to mix anything, you don't have to pour anything, you don't have to... So, there's some massive benefits to it. Now, the biggest disadvantage to it um and and I accept this, is that you lose half of the uh, the psi weight that it's able to handle, okay. and a standard bag of cement on a you know uh, three and a quarter a uh, three and three quarter inch pour will handle three thousand psi of weight. Jeez. Okay, I have nothing that I am building or putting anywhere that is going to be three thousand pounds per square inch. <laughs> Of which, you know how many I chickens so. <laughs> I have to have? How many laws I got to break to shove that many chickens into a slab? And it's like, and I'm like, no, th- this this isn't going to happen. So, you know, but it worked. It it appears to have worked. I've walked out on it several times now. You soak it; it soaks everything in, and and because of the way it's done. And what made me excited about it was I wanted to see if this works, then I've got several other things I want to do. Uh-huh. Right. And I did it way thicker than it needed to be uh-huh. um, because I'm like, Hey, we're going to build a chicken coop on top of it. A chicken coop's going to, you know, weigh four or 500 pounds. I mean, that's just, that's the way I got to look at it. So that's a lot more than I or anybody else went wa- walking on. Mm-hmm. The thing is going to be on a lot smaller footprint as the bases are going to be, you know, four, four by fours and then two, two by fours um, that are put, uh, put together so as part of the framing and I'm like okay and it worked and and we took uh and I, it's up on our it's up on our uh, Facebook page right now um, I'm sure you can, I'll give it to you so you can put it up on our Instagram as well um, but it worked and it's incredible and one of the things that I learned that we had done wrong the biggest thing I learned we had done wrong was that we didn't pour it right we put the bags into the space and then broke open the bags with a shovel and then spilled all the cement out well, you're supposed to pour it because then the gravel is the first thing that hits the bottom. It automatically uh, uh, separates everything, so the powder is what's on top, which makes screening it and making that smooth surface that much easier. And I'm like, cool. Now I know, and I know why, and I understand why. And I'm doing the math for each of our our walk our pavers um, that we're gonna have, which are, you know, basically, um, eighty inches by thirty six inches it's going to cost us about 35 bucks a step
1: which is insane compared to what we were being quoted for yeah
0: 1800 dollars just went down into like 300 which so it's
1: just like i
0: can
1: i can't even fathom that difference yeah
0: no so it's like holy crud um and it's it's just amazing you know it 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 looks good and then what we did is we have a we have a little emblem if you uh, go look at the picture, you'll see it. We have a little emblem that's a metal emblem that's too small for our monument out front. It just It's dwarfed. The <laughs> monument's so big comparably um, that we're like, okay. But um, it was perfect for this lab. Mm-hmm. And so knowing that once we fine powder it and then we scree over the fine powder um, and we do this, that that's going to be that much more profound and, and more indented. I'm just excited like I'll be, you want to know how excited I am I want to get rid of the stove I don't want to work on the stove right now I want to get those steps done because <laughs> the money that I'm going to put in on the stove is the money I can put in to get those steps done and I, I'm kind of like I, sh- I should wait on the stove until I can just afford a really good stove like I don't, I'm not even kidding I'm literally at that place because I'm like I can make our backyard look amazing or I can have a gas stove sitting on our front por- porch So I'm kind of, I'm, I'm conflicted right now because I'm also thinking about the fact that we could do this slab and I could pour out, you know, a bigger slab and then we can have our little bar, um, seating area that we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. because you can pour these and post them so that we literally have four by fours coming out of a cement block that we build our benches and everything on. So you want to talk about secure there's a lot better options and i'm like oh my gosh so my brain just now won't stop so um def- <laughs> check them out on on youtube we'll definitely uh credit them and everything else because they're just they're amazing so yeah that's that's where that is so anyways back to you <laughs>
1: so we got that done um we missed it a few times and then uh we all went in the house at the end of the day because at that point it was like five thirty ish and we were all hungry and um You had to carry all of those bags into Blucifer without help. And then we all got them out without your Mm -hmm. help. (laughs) And then, so it was just, everybody was worn out because cement bags are 80 pounds a pop. And yeah, it was, it it was heavy. (laughs) So, so we were all pretty much done for the day. Um, We all had it inside, had dinner, relaxed, started, uh, started watching...
0: Cajun Death Country Note. Living. I'm sorry. I just wanted to clarify their actual name, so, so I gave people the right props for that. So it's Cajun Country Living. They're they're there. So but I am gonna link them up. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so
1: we started watching Death Note, which I've I've watched it but I never I didn't finish it. Mm-hmm. Um but i loved it and the entire time i was watching it i just could not stop thinking about how much you would love it and so i i finally i finally stopped it and we finally started it and so far you like it mm-hmm. and i'm excited <laughs> because it literally just keeps getting better so yeah it's 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 a if you haven't seen it i definitely recommend it if you like anime um if you have seen it then obviously don't spoil or anything <laughs> because we're gonna we're gonna be watching it, and I'm so excited. So we started that, and then we went. Uh, and amb- I think it was toward towards the end of the day, um, you were looking on on Find My and realized that uh, Amy and Keisha were a lot closer than you thought that like the direction they were going. Mm-hmm. So that you told us that they were gonna be stopping by, and so they did.
0: Yeah, they were. They. She asked me what she should take, and I was like, "Well, given where you're going, and there's no point, um, just." Take ten because ten's there, and she started off on ten. But ten does a split off to ten and twenty, and uh, they ended up on twenty. And I saw, I woke up and saw they were in Benbrook, and I was like, "Wait." <laughs> so, yeah, I think they're trying to be slick and be like he 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 show up like I used to do all the time, but you know I always want to make sure they're safe and moving. So, yeah, <laughs> gotcha.
1: So yeah, they came home that night, um and. They were they were here all day yesterday, um, basically just you know normal normal being home things. Um, I had a conversation with the both of them. and They wanted uh because they were asking me where the electric kettle was, and I was like, well, the kettle itself is in the house, mm-hmm. but I could not find the base at all anywhere. So I'm pretty sure it's still an M. And they were like, oh, well, we weren't looking for a base. We were looking for a kettle, so mm-hmm. it's probably still an M. But they don't have M right. <laughs> But they don't have M right now. So uh, <laughs> they they were like, great. Uh, OK, so they can they couldn't get the, the foods that they wanted to get. But I was also talking with them and I was like, if you want me to be because they were looking for the freeze dried coffee mm-hmm. and we found it. But the problem is, is that we had Lily deal with it and Lily didn't seal it so it's not freeze dried coffee anymore it's a mass of you know half not really enough rehydrated coffee at the mm-hmm. bottom of the mason jar and uh so i was like no it's because lily waited because you told her to deal with it and then she didn't deal with it and so it's th- the biggest thing that i've noticed with the freeze dryer and anybody else that has one probably already knows this is that when you have a load going and then Mm -hmm. it gets to that point where it's done if you don't deal with it then or within the next like three hours it stays frozen and then there's water because it's frozen right and so when you take it out you turn it off or whatever and you put it away there's condensation there from it being frozen. So as soon as it starts to defrost, whether you've sealed it or not, there's still that little bit of water and so it just it reconstitutes it enough that it won't mm-hmm. it's just it's useless. You have to deal with it as soon as that load is done because it stops drying it. It's just keeping it frozen. So that's what Lily did with the coffee. So the coffee was just not good and then like I said on top of that she didn't seal it whether she thought she did or not. It just it wasn't when we went to go grab it. And so yeah, um, I told them, I was like, I'll do another load and everything. And, like, I'll get you guys freeze-dried coffee going. And I was like, but mm-hmm. in the, I was talking about, I was like, if you want other things, like, we're trying to make more meals along the eating seasonally thing. And then if I'm making extras, like, when I make chili or I make beans or anything like that, I can be saving our leftovers or half yeah. of our leftovers or whatever and throwing it in the freeze-dryer and then creating things for you guys to stop by and pick all that up. And then not have to keep eating the truck stop food, and they were like, "Oh my god, please," <laughs> because they're tired of eating the truck stop food. And I was like, "Yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> I I don't like eating it either." And mm-hmm. then every single place is either Subway or Arby's, and you're sitting there going, "Man, none of that sounds good now." And so yeah, no, it's just had that conversation with them where I was like, "Yeah, no, I'll." It, it, it's the bottom piece is probably still an M. So if you want to take the kettle itself, and they were like, "No, we'll we'll wait because we're not gonna have any of the food yet, anyways." And I was like, "Okay, fine." So. So, yeah, my goal now is to start looking into the foods that we're making, even if it's just a bunch of sides or whatever it is, and starting to make enough extra that we have enough to be freeze dried and given to them so that they can still be eating good home cooked meals out on the road. <laughs> so so that's that's my goal is mm-hmm. to look at uh, things like that. And I was already looking at making chili again soon because that first of all. I don't want to just make cornbread like Nikki made that cornbread Mm -hmm. and it was so good and I've been wanting that cornbread again so I'm like well then I might as well make Mm -hmm. the chili again so and I was thinking about uh if we had I I don't know if we have any but because um David and Amber are supposed to be here today I was thinking about making it for dinner but I don't know if we have any ground beef in the house if we do then I'll make it if we don't then I'll not today <laughs> but, or you
0: can just go get it because i'm i don't have any plans for dinner <laughs> okay Genuinely. so then yeah i'll, I'll make I, chili my, my like plan I'll... was yesterday's ch- what ended up being yesterday's yeah. chicken and yesterday's chicken was amazing so yeah and i'll let me, let me segue over into that real quick so if you want to know you know the best cheapest protein that you could possibly do um in general i would tell you you know, get liver organ meat, but, but no, no, mo- most people can't handle it in big doses, but you know, at Walmart and I think right now here it's $4 and seven, uh, $4 and 72 cents or $4 and 27 cents, whatever it is. Yeah. Either way. Okay.
1: I looked at it and I was like, Oh my God, that's 10 so cheap. pounds,
0: <laughs> 10 pounds in leg quarters. Um, and I've, I, I'm one of those people that likes to take in and, and understand this. When I went to the Culinary Academy, one of the things was that you had to buy your own ingredients for your own foods. And I was very poor and very broke. I had just barely got out of being homeless. And so what I would do is I grabbed cookbooks on cooking offal and cooking organs and cooking everything that you could so that I could get those. And apparently I was giving myself extra steps that were harder because cooking organs is definitely harder in many ways than cooking uh, muscle meat. So, but I learned how to cook with cheap cuts. And that's, that's what that comes down to is like, how, how are my chicken livers?
1: Amazing. How are my chicken gizzards? Amazing. Like, you know, it's. I've been craving it again recently. (laughs) See,
0: it's, it's stupid because, you know, people are like, oh, liver. I was like, well, have you had it? Well, yeah, I went to Denny's and I had, oh my God, that's not liver. (laughs) Like, no. Okay. Look. (laughs) Learning to cook cheap cuts. And, and the thing is, is right now the cheapest cut of, of meat that you can get are those red bags of chicken leg quarters, um, that aren't the greatest. I have cooked them in many ways. The first time I cooked them, I just seasoned them up, put them in the oven. Meh. They were okay, but nothing. So what I'm doing is I'm doing the three B's right. And the three B's are to, to literally <laughs> you, you brine, you, uh, barbecue and you know, you and you boil, but not in that order, obviously. So you, you first you let it brine for 24 hours, and whatever you brine in that seasoning is what you're going to be bringing to the season. Now, I happen to like um, for this weekend one of the subtle ones that I like. That's and I say subtle, but it gives it chicken makes it taste like chicken. Um, is to use a good Cajun seasoning, and so I use our our Cajun seasoning, and I put just enough water to barely cover what I know is going to barely cover the chicken. Um, and then I pour that in there and I've just gotten to that point where it's like, I use a Lowe's bucket and I figure about a, a little over a gallon and a half of water is all I need. So I put that in there and I put half of a container. Don't be stingy. This is not where you want to be stingy because you've got $4 and 27 cents in chicken. Then you put $2 of seasoning in it, mm-hmm. right? And you pour that seasoning in there and you pour 50 cents worth of salt in there, which is honestly a lot, but but the chicken's not going to take more than it needs to. Was it salty?
1: Absolutely not. No, not in the slightest. No. So, <laughs> so
0: you pour that in there, and it's like then you stir it around till it basically till all the salt is dissolved. You put in You take the chicken, cut the chicken into the portions. Which for us, we're dark meat people. We like dark meat, and that's fine. So I cut the leg from the thigh. Make sure everything's all nice and and well. My knives are always sharp, so the cuts were all clean. There wasn't a single broken cut in any of them, mm-hmm. and it's like put them put them in there and then over the top of that you put a chunk of ice like a big amount of ice so about so the bucket's full you know about halfway full at this point with the chicken and the brine and the ice and so you let it brine and then once it's done brining for for the day like you leave it le- at least overnight your ice will still be a little bits of ice just kind of keep it in a cool place you know but not everybody has a spot for a 5 gallon you know bucket <laughs> in their refrigerator so the ice works just fine you know, and you check it in the morning. Make sure if it's a hot, hot day, find someplace cool to put it. <laughs> okay, yeah. if you got to put it into a cooler, put it in a cooler. It doesn't matter. You know, we just didn't need to because we've had nice chilly days. So get up the next day, check it, still nice and cool, perfect. Then pour out all of the liquid, pour out the chicken, rinse the chicken off, dry the chicken off, and you'll see the chicken has changed colors because it changed colors to, to that. Then put it in a pot of boiling water with with a strainer, put the chicken in there with it, and then once it comes up to a boil, meaning you start to see those bubbles, turn it down to a mere simmer and let it simmer until you have 165 degrees internal, which just so you know, if your water's simmering, you're there. So once it's simmering, go for an hour, let it let it boil it's, or let it simmer. And then it's done. It's cooked, right? So mm-hmm. the last thing you need is 15 minutes on the grill. That's it because you've cooked in. All, I mean, you've got all the flavor, all the juice and everything is in there and it's, you didn't boil it so much that you separated out the meat and the bones and everything else, and you've got it. And now whatever barbecue sauce you want, like we like Sweet Baby Ray's, mm-hmm. and so we, pour this, we we put a little Sweet Baby Ray's right on it. Make sure you're cooking the undersides of the chicken first, not where the skin is. Let the grill get up nice and hot, which we did. Um, so I was probably like 400 degrees on the grill. Perfect. Put it on there and move it around just a little bit So because if you do and you, and you move it, when you're putting it in there or you get the spatula or turner turn it under it, and you just stop it from being able to stick after that first couple of seconds when that fat just sets up and gets that little crisp to it. There, it doesn't stick. And it's like, boom, five minutes on one side and then it's like two minutes on the other, pull it all off, chicken was done. Put it in a 170 degree oven while all the rest of the sides were being made. And I, so I spent $6 to, to make 10 pounds of chicken for you know, for a family of eight and there was plenty left over. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, we got to get creative. But that was honestly, I sat there and ate that night after the first bite. I was like, oh, screw churches. (laughs) I forgot how much better my chicken is when you do this. It's one day of work to make up for that. And I mean, you can keep that going and you can do that with any kind of seasoning too. I mean, seriously, soy sauce. And it's like, and like if I do the adobo chicken, like I did that adobo beef, Mm-hmm. And I did the same thing. How much better would that be? So, yeah. Anyways, so <laughs> that was that was an amazing meal. I just I thought it was. So back to you.
1: I don't even remember what I was talking oh, about. He just made me hungry. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> so, no, we we finished we finished our day um, with the chicken. And mm-hmm. oh, that's right. We watched. <laughs> uh, we watched 65. Oh, uh if you haven't <sighs> seen it and you care about spoilers, we'll give you like five seconds, skip ahead.
0: Mm, yeah, go ahead go ahead and just look look for the next lull. Um and g- give yourself a minute. Alright, now if you've watched it or you just don't care, <laughs> go ahead.
1: That movie was so funny. <laughs> Not because it wasn't supposed it's to be. a comedy movie, but because it's that hard to take serious. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. <laughs> it's like anybody that's seen any like super crazy action movie with the rock in it no Mm -hmm. you don't take those movies seriously because it's not skyscraper yeah skyscraper was so bad you couldn't
0: make that jump well die
1: yeah it's just it's it it was that level bad because the whole premise (laughs) is that this is 65 million years ago you know when, Mm -hmm. when the dinosaurs died this is apparently other civilizations on other planets and there's this guy that's going on his you know mission and you know, he got a whole bunch of asteroid belts that he didn't expect to run into. And so he has an emergency landing on Earth 65 million years ago where there's still dinosaurs mm-hmm. and he had one other survivor and it was a little girl that didn't speak English. And so, you know, you, you could tell where this is going. <laughs> they have to now survive against not a lot, not enough dinosaurs for yeah. being... You know what it is, so it wasn't that cool and then yeah, one of those movies that there's only him and this girl in it for the majority of the screen time, mm-hmm. and the only other people that are in it are the person that played the voice for the ship and then his wife and his daughter,
0: yep, and That's then everybody it. else was just dead man number one dead man number
1: yeah, two Yeah, literally there was no no way it, was it was, so it was
0: it was such the perfect movie because we roasted the entire oh, yeah. movie. <laughs> every time oh my gosh like okay number one i just want to say where the hell were the herbivores not a single herbivore in that entire thing and then it was like and everything was foreshadowing Everything everything obvious foreshadowing here let me put show you how to whistle like this by holding your fingers together and it was like Okay, and oh, this thing is upside down, but here comes a dinosaur, and I went, oh, I bet he knocks it right side, right? <laughs> and guess what? Sure enough, he knocked it right side, right? It just, I know why Rotten Tomatoes gave it 37%, because oh, yeah. that movie was so predictable, and it was like, I, you know what? It wasn't enough dinosaurs for me to go, well, at least it was a cool dinosaur movie, and it was, yeah, it was like, the, there, the, there was nothing to it. It was like, so let me get this straight. So this guy has this advanced computer that couldn't even tell him where a mountain was once it lost (laughs) signal from satellites that don't exist. Wait, what? 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 On an unknown planet? It's like, hey, this is where you're going to go. Okay. Lost signal. Oh, okay. Well, hey, I'm going to climb this tree that I'm going to fall out of later. But don't worry, because it's not like I had rope or something. Oh, wait. (laughs) wait. Until we need to climb something. And And then guess what? I had a bunch of (laughs) rope. And yeah. and it's like and and yeah and and the it's supposed to be a different civilization, different people, and everything else. And so you're like, okay. And so the writing is different and everything else. And apparently, in different classes of people, they have different languages versus countries. So that was kind of interesting. I was like, ooh, I could see that being a cool premise, but no, it is. It It was like, hey, we had this great idea and we did nothing.
1: Yeah, they didn't play on any part of it that could have been cool. Right, not a single
0: bit. And so it it was was just like, the movie was just like, hey, we're going to have an hour and a half of somebody stuck on a planet trying to get off it, and you're going to find, it was Earth 65 million years ago. Surprise. But it wasn't even a surprise because what do we name it? 65. Oh, yeah. And when they land on the planet, what do we call it? Earth. Okay, <laughs> you know, so yeah, there was like, just so okay. much
1: about it that was like, wow, this is dumb. And
0: <laughs> when you, when you have a movie that is an hour and a half long, and they have to give you five minutes of text to tell you the backstory of the movie, you know, something's up. And so we had a great time just roasting the yep. whole movie. That made it worth watching. Oh yeah, because I would never, I will never watch it for like you guys want to see. A, you'll never hear the words out of my lips. You guys want to see a really good movie starring Adam Driver? <laughs> Like, like,
1: well, that's well. The, the, the one movie that I still haven't seen with him. And uh oh, my God. I remember forgetting her name. The Black Widow. You love her. Oh, oh my God. Oh, Scarlett well, Johansson. Yeah, Scarlett Johansson. I still haven't seen that movie. The one. Where, it's apparently really sad because it's about them being together. And OK, yeah, no, they're no. like.
0: But I'm, I'm just I'm just saying it's like Adam Driver did great in Star oh, Wars man. where he was supposed to be. He was perfect. But that was also what
1: we kept saying is he like yells at one point and I was like, go ahead. Yeah. Let the, Ky- the inner Kylo out. Come on. Right. Because <laughs> I can't because he yelled so much being Kylo Ren. I can't. He, he's never going to be able to yell and me not
0: hear that. And and and, and the thing is, is, is he lied to a girl that didn't understand him and then felt bad that he lied to a girl that didn't <laughs> understand him. And it's like, what? But they had an argument about it. at towards, Yeah. In you know, the movie. It's like, OK, dude, you know what? Just, okay. So, yeah, you know what? If you haven't watched it and you're looking for it, man, I think it might be a serious good movie. No, no, no. But if you want to sit around with a bunch of your friends who can't shut the hell up during movies anyways and give them a movie to watch that they shouldn't have to shut up, that's it. It's it right there. Yep. It's perfect. It's perfect. You will be satisfied by the company and not the, not the film. Yeah. It is, it is literally a set-up cringe fest, yep. the entire movie. So, yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll switch off with that. But. <laughs>
1: so yeah. So we watched that movie, had a good old time, um, and then you know we it totally lasted for the rest of the night, and everything mm-hmm. was great, and uh, we went to bed all nice and happy, no issues, right?
0: No. <laughs> so I have a four by four. I'll let you tell the story beyond this. I have a Nissan Titan XD four by four, full size, happy truck that. Continually proves why I have a Nissan Titan XD full size 4x4. Go ahead. So I'm sure you just heard me yelling from downstairs and kicking a stool yeah. across the house. So,
1: yeah, uh, we <laughs> okay. We so you went upstairs uh, after Amy and Keisha left. Mm-hmm. Um, say, say, everybody said bye to them. They left, and then you walked them out, and then they left, and you went upstairs. And we were uh, at that, you know, level of, because we were having enough fun, we were at that silly level of we couldn't take anything seriously after that. So Mm -hmm. we were all joking around in the kitchen and dancing around, laughing, making jokes, talking about the movie and everything after that. And then we just hear you scream upstairs and we hear, like, it sounded, you said you kicked a stool. It sounded like something else had fallen and, like, it was just, like, a big bad, like, we didn't know what happened. So... (laughs) Uh, you come come running on downstairs. You like, mumble, angry mumbling the whole time, and we're like, "What? What is? Was? What's going on?" And basically, uh, Amy and Keisha got the rental truck that they are using right now stuck in the ditch in front of the hotel parking lot that we drop the trailer at when anybody comes home. Three minutes that away. That has. Been there since before we moved in. Mm-hmm. It has been there. It was there when we came out here to see the house for the first time. It has been there for forever, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh it's just slowly gotten worse and worse and worse over time because you know it rains, and after it, we, the three years we've been here, it's nobody's gone to fill it, so it just keeps getting deeper and deeper and deeper. But it's been there. And for some reason, in whatever, whether it was her being frustrated and angry or whatever, had gotten stuck in it. And then um, she was going to call a tow truck company, to which it was like, don't do that. One, we're broke. Two, we have a truck that can pull you out of it. And so uh you i ended up asking you was like do you want help and you were like you don't want to be around me and i was like i that's not what i'm asking i'm wanting if you want somebody else to deal help deal with the situation and you said sure so we went to go grab rope and everything and then nikki and i hopped in and uh we went over there and sure enough big stuck (laughs) not even like a little Mm -hmm. bit just full drove right into it kind of thing um
0: like aiming for it
1: yeah and then uh so we got got the rope and realized that the hooks for uh, when you tow a, a tractor trailer like that, it, they were underneath and attached at the bottom. So we need uh, needed a wrench to be able to get them out mm-hmm. and attach them where they're supposed to be. And so you had to take Amy back to grab the wrenches and then come back. And then she got them up there. We tied everything up and we ended up being able to pull it out. Um, and so and all that was just, you know, drama because frustration, anger and everybody being like, really. <laughs> so then got them out and everything. No no damages. Lucifer's awesome. Mm-hmm. It was pretty cool <laughs> watching that because he wasn't even struggling. Yeah, like no. I was scared that Lucifer would in turn get stuck because it was still because it rained so much. Mm-hmm. And so for it to have rained that much and then have to try to drag something that yeah. heavy is like at least it was still running and everything. Cause if it wasn't running, that'd be it because the wheels, wheels would be locked and everything. But
0: and an, a, an empty um, Freightliner Cascadia weighs between nine thousand six hundred pounds and twelve thousand eight hundred pounds, and uh, most of that is actually due to whether or how full your tanks were. So when I found out like after we left that they had to go get fuel in it, so I was actually in really good shape, no issues. Like we brought out our rope that we brought and we didn't foreshadow it. We brought out the rope. <laughs> And it's like and it had them tie it up and we put it. Well, I didn't have them tie it up. I had them get the loops out and everything. And then I tied it up on both sides and doubled up the rope so that I was like, OK, because I know for a fact, because I looked at it before I bought my truck, that my truck is able to tow 16,800 pounds. So I'm like, I'm not going to have my my only thought was that that rope could break. But we got really good stinking one inch, you know, stinking <laughs> uh, marine rope. And so. And so we got that and I I clove hitched both sides and had it doubled up and no problems. But what was funny was the first time I pulled it forward and I told her to let me know when she was clear and and, and Amy was on the phone with me, said she was clear. I said, okay, And then I backed up and backed up the slack a little bit and came out and was like, okay, come forward. (laughs)
1: And she could not because she was still stuck.
0: Nope, she was still stuck. So I had to do it. And then I had to do it in such a way that I turned because directly in front of where I was, was a big puddle that was very soaky sloshy. But my truck's a champ. My truck, my truck just looked at it, went meh. And she's never failed. Like literally, she just, I got this, towed that truck right out. And it was impressive to look at my truck towing that cascadia out of a ditch yeah,
1: if we if we were in the right mindset i would have recorded it because it was really cool mm-hmm. so yeah no got got the truck out and uh got got back home and we all went to bed mm-hmm. so that was that was our weekend um lots of craziness yeah <laughs> oh yeah lots of things we didn't expect and uh, now we we've got a company coming over today again.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and we're going to be hopefully working on getting his stuff set up for his business and I'm going to start um I'm well yeah I can pretty much start laying down the build for your chicken coop. So and start going that way and then but then after we're done with the chicken coop and the run for that area, yeah, I want to start working those steps. So <laughs> so I've got to figure out a place to put that stove or I'm going to get rid of it because I don't want a stove sitting on my front porch for months, you know, and mm-hmm. I can see that happening. So that's that's pure white trash and I'm not about to be all that. <laughs> so with that said,
1: don't forget to hit that follow button on whatever you're listening from. Like our podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find all of that in our link tree in the description. And be sure to give our website a visit.
0: And that would be stupid dot com. And until we talk to you next time. Peace out with you. Peace out. Bye.